I have one thing to say to you. Kiss my fat ass. Welcome back to RIP Diet Season 4, bitch. I'm so excited for today. I made a decision a couple days ago, and my decision was that once I had five episodes done, I would finish editing all of them, get them all ready to go, and I would release all five at once. So this will be in July that you're hearing this and you can listen to all five episodes that I've recorded of R.I.P. Diet Season 4. <sighs> so relieved, but also I still have to do more episodes. They will be uploaded by the end of the summer. This is just to get you guys started. So pace yourself. Don't listen to all five at once or do. I mean, do whatever you want, but definitely start at episode one of this season. So if you're listening to this right now, because it's at the top of your feed, pause it and go down to episode one, because Today, I'm doing something that is a continuation of the last episode, and that is food news. On the last episode, I presented you guys with some very exciting food news, which is that the Cheetos brand has come out with three flavors of mac and cheese, and I found them in my local deli, and I was reluctant to buy them, but after posting on Instagram and hearing quite a few people's feedback that they wanted to know what it tasted like. I felt it was my responsibility to try at least one flavor. So here I am. I am very proud to announce that I have tried the Cheetos brand bold and cheesy mac and cheese. I picked this flavor rather than the two spicy flavors being the flaming Hot and there's a jalapeno cheesy flavor. I chose the bold and cheesy because I thought it would be most similar to tradish mac and cheese, which is usually my bag. I usually don't go for crazy flavors. And I have got to tell you guys, it's fantastic. If you're a fan of Cheetos and you're a fan of mac and cheese, you will definitely like it. You should at least try it. It tastes like Cheetos, but obviously there's no crunch. It is not too salty. I was nervous it would be too salty or have too much seasoning in it. It really didn't. I sometimes find that mac and cheese can be a little bland and I'll have to throw in a few dashes of hot sauce. And I did not have to do that with this one, even though it was not a spicy flavor. Highly, highly recommend it. The demerits that I wrote down. Well, my notes about this are hilarious. This is what I do for a living. Insane. I did find the color of it unappealing. It's this orange color, very reminiscent of Cheetos. And I just don't think it's necessary for it to be quite so orange. I don't mind it. I mean, I'm not one of these people. You guys know I I'm not one of these people that are like artificial coloring. I can't put that in my body. Then my insides will turn orange. It's not like that at all. It's just I find it a little unnecessary for it to be quite this orange. Another negative, and this is not really a slight against the Cheetos brand specifically. This is a problem that I find in pretty much any brand of mac and cheese. The directions always tell you to add too much milk. Is it just me? I feel like 
when I put exactly the amount of milk that they tell me to, it's way too liquidy and it never evaporates as much as it says it's going to. Anyway, so the directions say a quarter cup milk, but like I said, they always tell you to add way too much. So I knew I had the common sense to add closer to a fifth of a cup. Just eyeball it. Just do, you know, a little bit less than a fourth and you should be good. So all in all, I gave this a four out of five, just purely based on the color, which I thought was way too saturated and the fact that they told me to add way too much milk. But I knew better and I am telling you guys don't make the same mistake that I have in the past and just go easy on the milk. Definitely add the amount of butter that they tell you though. I find that that's really important. Um, Yeah, so I give this a four out of five. Again, if you like Cheetos, if you like mac and cheese, this is going to be your jam. You need to try it. Just try it at least once. Don't be afraid to try new things. That's just like a general thing because even I, getting ready to cook this today, even I thought, oh, do I really want to eat this for lunch? It's kind of, I don't know. I've never had it before. I might hate it. If you hate it, you hate it. I mean, it sucks to waste five bucks, but... It's good to try new things. It's really good. It keeps life interesting. It keeps your taste buds guessing. I just, I I think it's a really good habit to get into. So give it a fucking try. Spice up your life, as the Spice Girls once said. And now on to my favorite segment, I have a bone to pick. This is an original one. It's one that I thought of, but it's also one that many, many people have written in to me, and I think it's just something that many of us hate, and for good reason. I have a bone to pick today with cleanses. This can apply to a juice cleanse, a water fast, a soup diet. I've seen those, you know, liquid diets, bone broth. Back in the day, there was the master cleanse. Beyonce made this one famous. You guys must remember this. People were drinking nothing but lemon water mixed with maple syrup and cayenne pepper. And by the way, they were shitting their pants for days. The master cleanse is one of the biggest stains on our society that I can think of in recent history because it got so big. Beyonce claimed to lose like 20 pounds or something on this cleanse and The thing that I think was so dangerous about this cleanse, aside from the fact that it was basically irritating your bowels to the point that you needed to empty them out six times a day, is that um, lemon water with maple syrup and cayenne pepper is not food. And that's just not going to nourish your body. And I am not exaggerating when I say that this is all people were eating for three days, five days. Some people would do it for seven days really, really dangerous. I just can't even think about it. And I'm happy that I never tried this one. I did try a juice cleanse once and I had to buy a juicer for it because I didn't own one. And I filled my fridge with every kind of vegetable that you can think of. This was such a waste. And not only was it insanely pricey, but I got sick of blending up vegetables and it wasn't satisfying. And then I had to keep doing it because I had bought this juicer. I couldn't return it because I had used it and I 
thrown away all the packaging. So I had to commit to this juice cleanse. And by the end of it, I just felt like a shell of my former self. If you're looking for a very expensive way to starve yourself, this one's for you. And I have to say, I haven't seen or heard of many people doing juice cleanses in recent history, except for, was it last summer, Lizzo was on a juice cleanse and everybody was fired up about that. And then I think it inspired, you know, copycats to uh, copy her juice cleanse. That was not cool. I was not a fan of that whole moment in time. But hey, it was the COVID era and people were doing crazy shit. So I can I can forgive Lizzo. I also just respect the hell out of her. So um, but, you know, one thing that I do see is there are companies that will market their protein powder or other products to you as a cleanse. I see this a lot with like luxury food brands. There are also uh, a lot of companies, at least here in New York City and in other major cities, there are a lot of companies that will deliver pre-made meals to you. And again, these are luxury brands. These are brands that I see advertised to me a lot. And I always think to myself, I don't know who my targeted ads think I am, but I am not that bitch who can shell out 200 bucks for five days worth of pre-made meals that are going to taste like cardboard. That's just not my life. But you know, even if it was my life, even if I did make that kind of money, I would like to think I would never waste it on something like this. Trust me when I say that ingesting nothing but protein powder and prepackaged zucchini puree or, you know, bok choy bark, that's not going to heal your body. It's just going to make you an angry person. Anyway, that is my bone to pick. Cleanses are stupid. Cleanses suck. You don't need to reset your system or get rid of toxins. Your body takes care of that all on its own. That is what is so amazing about our body. We are able to get rid of toxins and cleanse ourselves just sitting around doing nothing. We don't need to spend a lot of money. I truly think cleanses and detoxes have no nutritional benefits and no physical benefits. The only benefit is to the diet companies who are making insane money selling us very little product because this is a cleanse, so you're not supposed to be ingesting very much, aka you're starving yourself, but somehow you're paying up the ass for this. Don't do it, guys. Just don't do it. Another thing that you should always keep in mind when it comes to stuff like this, I mean, this applies to any crash diet, any fad diet, but especially cleanses. You know, I, I hear people say, I want to jumpstart healthy habits. I want to give myself a jumpstart. I need to inspire myself. You know, I, I hear this phraseology a lot around cleanses, and that is just scientifically not going to work. That is not how your brain responds to starvation. And that is what this is. It's starvation. Even if you don't think it is, even if you don't feel like you're physically on the brink of death, you are starving yourself. You are ingesting too few calories for what you need during the day. And you're also flushing out the water that you're retaining, which is not 
you know, the body fat. It's not real weight. It's just water. But if you're doing a juice cleanse, then you're bound to ingest a lot more water and that will make you lose water weight. So a lot of people do say, oh my God, I went on this one week cleanse and I lost five pounds in one week. That's insane. I'm going to keep doing it. Or if I ever want to jumpstart, then I'll try it again. But the way that your brain is going to respond to that kind of starvation is you're going to crave so much more food because your body is going to think that you're entering a famine and you're going to be way hungrier after that week is up. So if you think doing a cleanse is going to, quote, jumpstart healthy habits, it's not because there's nothing healthy about restricting to the point of wanting to binge. There's just nothing healthy about that. You should just be feeding your body what it craves and what you feel it needs on a daily basis. And eventually you will reach an equilibrium. That is what intuitive eating is all about. Cleanses are the anti-intuitive eater. I said it. Okay, guys. So today I want to talk about a trend that I was first made aware of in my TikTok for you page, but you've maybe also seen some of these videos on YouTube or on Instagram. It's very, very popular right now, and that is the that girl trend. Basically, the that girl trend videos depict a woman's daily routine. All the ones that I've seen are women, at least. Um, And the routine usually involves an early wake up. I'm talking 5 a.m. Making your bed. People are obsessed with this. Making your bed first thing in the morning, followed by a morning workout, and then some kind of aesthetic breakfast, like a smoothie bowl, followed by a hot girl walk. I don't know if you have heard this term, but it's basically just going out for a walk, but calling it a hot girl walk. And then some gratitude journaling and some kind of five to 10 step skincare routine. These videos are all over the place and the focus of a lot of them is on aesthetics. You know, you'll see these girls in their perfect pastel colored workout sets going on their early morning hot girl walk and making their perfect looking smoothie bowl. And this type of routine, needless to say, is not realistic for everyone. First of all, I looked this up because I I was just interested and apparently 48% of women identify as morning people and about 40% of men identify as morning people. I will tell you, I am not a morning person. I do not wake up at 5 a.m. And even if I did wake up at 5 a.m., I just don't see having the energy to get this much done before 9 a.m. I mean, if I woke up at 5 a.m., I would probably just migrate to the couch, drink my coffee, and stare at a wall until I can somehow make sense of the world. And I think a lot of people are not morning people, first of all. But second of all, a lot of people need to get up in the morning to go to work. And they don't necessarily have so much time or so much energy in the morning to get up, make their bed, put on a perfect workout set, go out for a walk, come back, make an aesthetically perfect breakfast, answer our emails. You know, it's like, it's not going to work for 
I would say 80% of people this wouldn't work for. And I do think that these videos, some of them do promote what I consider to be disordered eating because everything looks perfect. There are, you know, very um, trendy, healthy looking meals such as avocado toast and elaborate salads. I mean, elaborate salads and acai bowls and, you know, all these things that would be an Instagrammable breakfast, I suppose. Um, These are the type of meals that they're eating. I just think that the implication that you need to be eating these particular meals, you need to be wearing these particular clothes, wake up at this particular time in order to be, quote, that girl. I I feel like it's putting us in a box and I'm really not into it. It also presents a hyper-privileged idea of what a healthy routine looks like because most of the women putting these videos on the internet are influencers or wannabe influencers or some type of content creator. Um, And that's just not the life that most people live. Let me just be clear. I I think all of these things individually are undeniably positive things, right? An early wake up, there's nothing wrong about that. That's actually great because you can get a lot done before 12 p.m. You can feel accomplished. I think it's great for your self-esteem to wake up early if you can and get things done. I think that's awesome if you're able to do that. Making your bed, always a positive thing, you know? Nobody died from making their bed. And, you know, a smoothie bowl, if you enjoy eating that, go right fucking ahead. I'm not going to criticize that. But they all look the same and they're all kind of under the label of that girl, meaning that in order to be a, quote, girl boss, you need to maintain this very strict morning routine. And I just don't believe in that. I will tell you, I wake up around 930 and I'm doing good. I don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. I also wonder, like, when it gets to 4 p.m., are all these girls just crashing? Are they all passing out at happy hour because they've gotten up at 5 a.m. and they've set this completely unrealistic standard for themselves for how they should conquer the day? I would love to hear some of your opinions on this trend. Watching these videos does, you know peeve me a little bit because I talk about it on this show all the time, how health does not have a specific look or a guideline. It looks different for everybody and everybody has different things that they're able to accomplish during the day to make them feel their best and their healthiest and happiest. Like I said, some of these videos promote what I consider to be a borderline unhealthy lifestyle, if not an unhealthy lifestyle. And they're passing it off as the way that everybody should go about their day. And I really think that it's perpetuating the same comparison standards that we get stuck in and that make us feel bad. I'm really over the comparison, but I feel like with TikTok and how viral everything goes and all these trends that become so viral and so widespread that they take on a life of their own, I think it is perpetuating this competition that has been bred into women, that we need to be competing with each other, that we need to always be comparing ourselves to each other. And comparison 
is only going to make you feel hopeless and unhappy because the second you don't have time to make your bed in the morning, let's say you have to be somewhere or you just forget or it gets away from you. You can go on TikTok and see, oh, well, these 600 other bitches made their bed in the morning and they didn't have a problem. Oh, and they also woke up at 4 a.m. and I didn't wake up till late. You know, it's just not healthy behavior. And I think about this all the time, like before social media existed, when my parents were in their 30s, you know, around the same age as I am, of course, they probably compared their lives to other people. Of course, they had peers and friends who were buying houses, let's say, and getting really great job promotions. And obviously, they would see these things or they would run into these people and think, oh, good for them. And maybe they would think, oh, I wish I had that. But they were not bombarded by all these videos and all these images of people seemingly living their best fucking lives and then looking at their own lives and judging by comparison how shitty theirs were and I think they were generally better off for it and this is not to say that I think social media is the demise of our self-esteem or anything I do think that it can be hard when you're on social media to uh, mentally filter out these things that make you feel bad about yourself I think it's unavoidable But I also think social media can be great. It can connect you to so many people. It can help you keep in touch. You can learn so many things on social media. So again, I don't know if social media is a net negative for us, but I do think these trends make me not want to be on there. These trends make me feel like, oh, geez, there's no avoiding other people looking more impressive than I do and therefore making me feel like my life is less impressive. And it's a hyper-privileged idea of what your life should look like. Again, most people don't have time or energy or the money, let's be frank, the money to have a five to 10 step skincare routine, to have the time to be gratitude journaling every single day, or take a midday walk. A lot of people have very serious demanding jobs, and they're not able to do that. And I don't think that makes them less capable of living a healthy lifestyle. It's just not the one-size-fits-all approach that the that-girl trend will have you believe it is. So just to show you guys that this is not the way that everybody lives, even if you are a content creator, which I am a content creator of sorts, this type of routine doesn't work for me, has never worked for me. I've tried to wake up early before. I just end up feeling like a zombie. So let me tell you my daily routine. I wake up around 930. I get up, get my cup of coffee, get my protein bar, get back in bed and eat my breakfast and drink my coffee under my covers. And I stay under my covers until about 1130, 12. Sometimes I will look at YouTube videos or I'll go on Instagram for a little while. Sometimes I'll get right to work. But usually I will do my first hour, I would say. My first hour of work will be done in bed. And 
This is completely opposite to the that girl trend. This would be horrifying to anybody who believes in the that girl routine. They would probably think I'm a bed rat. They would probably think I am squashing my productivity for the day by staying in bed. But my bed's comfy. I'm happy doing work in bed in the morning because it makes me feel like I can slowly wake up. I can drink my coffee, kind of get started on my work for the day, but I'm still comfortable and I'm still relaxing in bed. And hey, if that works for you, that is not evidence that you don't live a healthy lifestyle. Far from it, actually. If you're comfortable doing work in bed for a little bit of the day and that's what gets you through your workday, fucking go for it. And you can still be that girl. You can still be that girl, but you're being that girl from your luxurious bed. Another aspect of this that I wanted to touch on was the morning workout. You don't need to work out in the morning. You really don't. You could work out in the afternoon. You also don't need to work out every day. These videos make it seem like these girls are working out every single day. I guarantee you that they plan to shoot these videos and they make sure that they get every single thing in their routine that day so that they can include it in the video. Who knows? They might even be recording it over two days and then combining it because It just seems insane that anybody could get this much done every single day. I would argue that feeling the need to work out every day is an unhealthy habit to get into. I think it promotes exercise addiction. I do think that you can work out every day, definitely. Um, There are plenty of workouts that are safe to do every day, and that could make you feel really good first thing in the morning, get you some endorphins, make you feel productive. I think a morning workout is great. I just don't think it's doable for everybody, and I don't think everybody has the capacity to work out every day, and you don't need to work out every day. But the more you see people who seemingly work out every single day, the more you feel like you need to, and you absolutely don't. I'll tell you, I work out about three times a week, and I feel fantastic. And those workouts really give me a great endorphin boost. I feel great on the days that I work out. I feel like I have a lot of energy, but that doesn't mean that I don't need rest days. I definitely need to rest in between or else I'll simply get burnt out. And when you're burning the candle at both ends, there ain't no way for that flame to go. Am I right? So basically, just don't take this trend too seriously and don't take in general these videos that people put out about their routine or what they got done in a day. You don't need to compare your routine or what your day looks like to anybody else's because nobody else lives your particular life and nobody else has your particular needs. We are all so different and we all can do little things that promote a healthy lifestyle without feeling like we need to commit to this diehard morning routine that just quite frankly does not work for a lot of people. I'm telling you, it does not work for me. I would love to hear your thoughts on the that girl routine and any snark you may have. I mean, these videos are objectively pretty funny. I do kind of, half of me watches these videos like, all right, go off, girl. Like, good for you. And the other half is kind of like, all right, what's the point of this? (laughs) Like, 
it feels a little humble braggy to me to be like, this is how you can be more productive. Just like me, wake up at 5 a.m., go on a 30-minute walk, make a smoothie bowl, write in your gratitude journal. I got all this shit done before 9 a.m. It's just, it's absurd once we break it down. I just, I doubt that these people are actually doing this every day, but I could be wrong. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Please get at me. You can email me at rapdiets at gmail.com. You can slide into my DMs on Instagram. I'm at lubination, L-U-B-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. And the show is at rapdiets on Instagram. You could also follow me on TikTok, which is lubination as well. And for more content, you guys, you can always visit my Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP diets. I haven't put a vlog up in a while, but I'm planning to drop some this summer. And these are occasional vlogs, occasional bonus content for people who want to give a little extra support to the show because it really does help me keep going and just helps me create a better show for you guys. So that is always much appreciated but never expected. And you will always, always, always be able to download this podcast for free. That is it for the first five episodes. I will be dropping more toward the end of the summer into fall. So keep an eye out for that. I would love your guys's feedback on these episodes that you've heard so far so that I can make this season even better. Please get at me. And until then, peace, love, R.I.P. Diets.